Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's 9 past 8, 59 degrees. It's Friday, September 11th. It's the CMMC Hour with Chuck Gill. He'll join us in the uh, final segment today. Right now, we're going to talk with June Turcon. She's the Administrative and Injury Prevention Coordinator for the CMMC Trauma Program. Good morning, June. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Thank you. Um, let's talk about segment number one, um, which would, in this case, would be vehicle occupant safety and motorcycle safety. I'll actually start off with motorcycle safety here because earlier this week there was an announcement this has been one of the deadliest motorcycle seasons ever, um, just in terms of a lot of different things. It, it sounds like this is all stuff that we know every summer. you got to watch out for motorcycles and people got to use common sense. Yeah, this year it seems like a, a lot of warnings were misplaced. So let's talk about vehicle occupant and uh, motorcycle safety here. And yeah, you are correct. The fatalities this year have been double. Uh, I believe it was around 24. Um, not really sure why we are seeing so many, um, but a lot of things that we need to take into consideration. Motorcyclists, you know, they need to take safety course courses, wearing protective gear. Um, you see a lot of people out with t-shirts and flip-flops and in the event of a crash or they slide out, the bike slides out from beneath them, that's not going to protect them very well. Um, we want to remind people to ride within their skill level, to avoid distractions just like you would with a car and to make sure they're leaving enough space between themselves and the vehicle in front of them. If a vehicle in front of them stops quick and they're not paying attention, um, that could be disastrous. Um, also reminding mo motorcyclists to be as visible as possible. A lot of times people don't, they just don't see them. You know, you go to pull out and you think that they see you and they don't. So if you have bright clothing on and you're paying attention, you may avoid that crash. Um, also, you know, doing regular safety checks on your bike, watching your speed, and of course not drinking and driving, and of course helmets. You know, helmets aren't a law in the state of Maine. Um, but they are going to prevent a lot of head injuries, which can be fatal, you know, if you are in a, in a motorcycle crash. When you're riding a motorcycle, you don't have the protections that you do in a vehicle. You don't have airbags. You don't have um, the crumple zones. Um, so it just makes a lot of sense to prepare yourself as the driver as best you can and make sure you protect yourself with the proper clothing, the helmet, um, to avoid the injuries that can be avoided and as drivers um, of vehicles you know we need to be especially cautious of the motorcycles you know making sure that when we're pulling out into the roadway that we're looking you know not once but twice you know you may look right left and then you go to pull out and and there's that bike um, and you may not see it also you know for vehicle occupant safety is making sure that you're passengers are all wearing their seatbelts. We all know that seatbelts are important. Seatbelts, you know, save lives and it's the most effective thing you can do to protect yourself in a crash. 
Um, the airbags in your vehicle, those are designed to work with the seatbelts, not replace them. So if you have airbags in your vehicles and you think that, well, if I don't wear my seatbelt, I'm okay because I've got side airbags and frontal airbags, that's not necessarily true. You still can be thrown from the vehicle. Um, and then knowing how to buckle up safety is always a good thing. You want to make sure that you're wearing your seatbelt correctly, that the shoulder strap is coming you know, down over your shoulder, that it's low on your hips, that you're not taking that shoulder strap because it doesn't fit you correctly and tucking it under your arm or behind your head. When you do that as an adult, you're under the same risk as a child of being ejected from, from the vehicle. So if your seatbelt doesn't fit correctly, um, you want to ask your dealer if they have some type of seatbelt adjuster so you can have that proper fit. Talk with June Turcotte. That's that angelic voice you hear across from me. Administrative and Injury Prevention Coordinator for the Central Maine Medical Center Trauma Program. We'll have more coming up. It's a Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's 813 and 59 degrees. The new Z1055. New music. New music. Z. The CMMC Hour. Chuck Gill will join us in the final segment today. We continue now with June Turcotte. She's the Administrative and Injury Prevention Coordinator for the Central Maine Medical Center Trauma Program. We talked about vehicle occupant safety and motorcycle safety in the first segment. Now we're going to move on to teen drivers and distracted driving. Lots of new laws for teen drivers and lots of new laws about distracted driving. Does it look like, uh, does it seem that stuff's kind of helping with the uh, prevention right now? Um, I really don't, in the great scheme of things, I don't, I don't believe that it is. Um, right now, motor vehicle crashes are still the leading cause of death for teens um, ages 12 through 19. Looking at some data, um, seven national data, seven teenage kids between the ages of 16 and 19 die each day from motor vehicle-related crashes. Um, in Maine, that um, correlates to two drivers that are killed and approximately 168 injured each month from motor vehicle crashes. So I don't think the laws are, are impacting it as much as we'd like to see. Um, Teen drivers represent about 13% of all licensed drivers in our state, um, but they're, they're actually involved in about 36% of all motor vehicle fatalities, so the numbers are, are up there. They occur most frequently between the times of 6 p.m. and midnight, and even with the graduated license that we have here in the state of Maine, those age teenage drivers are still allowed to drive between that time so even though we know that that's the most critical time for them to be on the road it's still allowed when you're a new driver um, things we can do to try to prevent the death and injuries is really enforce the seat belts the teens are um, one of the the groups that are less likely to use their seat belts even though it is a primary law in the state of Maine um, as parents you know really enforcing those laws on the graduated license, you know, making sure that they're not using their cell phones, that they're not texting, that their passengers are limited because um, the higher number of passengers in the car also increases the risk quite significantly. Um, and of course, you know, not drinking and driving, and um, you know, making sure that they understand that they they are drive they have driver inexperience. Um, you know, the teen passengers are going to cause those distractions. The nighttime driving, they need to pay, you know, stricter attention to lessening the distractions um, and even being tired. You know, people don't think a lot about being tired and driving, but that can be just as dangerous as drinking and driving. Reckless driving, um, the list goes on and on. And then we, you know, jump into 
you know, the distracted driving, you know, everybody always focuses on texting and cell phones, and those are one of the major issues that we see because it, it affects all three of the distractions, the manual, the visual, and the cognitive. Um, but there's also other distractions if they're changing the station on the radio or they're playing with their GPS trying to figure out where they're going or if they've got kids in the back seat or you as adults have kids in the back seat that are distracting you. Um, those are all things that that we should avoid when we're driving and try to keep our attention on the road so we can see that motorcycle that's pulling out of the street in front of us or the dog that's run out into the road or the child that's waiting for the school bus that decides they're going to step off the sidewalk. Um, so just some basic things to do as parents and as teens is to pay close attention and to limit all of the distractions that we come across on a daily basis. The voice you hear is June Turcotte. She's the Administrative and Injury Prevention Coordinator for CMMC's trauma program. She basically just told you to pipe down on the backseat driving too, folks, just as kind of an FYI, just reading between the lines there. We'll have more coming up. We'll be talking about fall safety tips because there's a lot of stuff happening in the fall with back to school, with hiking, and with hunters as well. It's a Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's 59 degrees and 825. USA Headline Sports, I'm Tammy Rose. See? It's 839, 59 degrees. We continue now with June Turcott. She is the Administrative and Injury Prevention Coordinator for the Central Maine Medical Center Trauma Program. Currently talking about fall safety tips. And some of those things are going to include the first thing we'll talk about. Uh, you got hunter safety as hunting season is about to be underway. Then hiking safety and back to school safety tips. Um, hi. So, yeah, I wanted to touch base a little bit on the hunter safety. It, it is that time of year again. And just reminding um, not necessarily even the hunters, but people in general. If you live in a rural area and you have animals and children, you want to be um, aware of when the hunting seasons are, that there are going to be people in your backwoods potentially with firearms and bow and arrow, and to make sure that your animals are dressed in orange as well as yourself and your children. Um, and then leading in, you know, as the hunters, to be prepared uh, make sure that if you're walking out into the woods that you're familiar with your surroundings, you know what the safety zone is, you know what residential areas are near nearby, um, that you're walking in the woods with your safety on your, your gun. Um, if you're hunting from a tree stand, you want to make sure that that tree stand is safe um, and secure. Some people leave them there year after year. They don't take them down. So you want to make sure that you're evaluating that stand to make sure that it is still safe every year and that if you are up in a tree stand that you're harnessed um, so if you do slip that you're not going to fall to the ground and break a leg break an arm um, you know other things to think about is making sure you're prepared that if you're going out in the woods by yourself that you let somebody know where you're going to be um, when you expect to be out and those that would be the same idea for hiking as well if you're going out in the woods you want to make sure that people know that you're out there and that you're prepared, that you have the proper clothing, you got the proper shoes, um, that you have a compass and a means of communication. Hopefully you have a charged cell phone, but as we know in Maine, cell phones don't always work in the woods so that you want to make sure that you have a little bit of food tucked away, some water, uh, means to make a fire, a shelter, um, just all basic safety checks that you should do before you enter into the woods anywhere in Maine. And there's also a guide that you can find um, in the Inland Fisheries and Wildlife 
website. It's called You Alone in the Maine Woods. It's good for both hunters, um, hikers, anybody that does any type of recreation in our Maine Woods. It's a pretty detailed um, manual, I guess, to say on things that you should do to make sure that you're most best prepared when you enter the woods. Makes a lot of sense. June Turcotte is the Injury Prevention Coordinator. And admi- she's the Administrative and Injury Prevention Coordinator for the Central Maine Medical Center Trauma Program. June, you did a great job. Thank you very much for uh, helping us all remember these things and uh, stay safe throughout the seasons. Thank you. A lot more coming up. Chuck Gill will join us next segment to talk about upcoming events and all sorts of fun stuff hope, happening over at Central Maine Medical Center. It's the CMMC Hour here on the Z. The Breakfast Club. Oxford Networks, providing voice, internet, and high station. CMMC, our final segment of that. We spoke with June Turcott for the first three segments today, talking about vehicle occupant safety, motorcycle safety, teen drivers, distracted driving, hunter safety, and hiking safety. We continue now with Chuck Gill. Master hey, Manny, how are you? Here. How, how are, are you? you? Glad to hear, be here again today. Well, I'm just wrapping up the show. I'm going to cover a lot of different topics today. There's a lot of things, of course, happening over Central Maine Medical Center. June asked me to remind our audience, too, of some back-to-school tips you know, we have our kids at the side of the road. All the little kids are out. Be careful because you don't want them darting in front of your car. Uh, also, never, ever, ever drive around a school bus at stop with a stop sign out. The worst thing I could ever think of would be hitting a kid with your car. Ugh. So never do that. Also, if you have kids that walk to school, walk the route, show them, stop, everything else. Some people are really eager to get to work, eager to get somewhere in the morning, drive too fast. So it's important to make sure there's safety for the kids. Now going back to things we usually talk about every week, uh, you can go to www.cmmc.org and learn a lot of information about Central Maine Medical Center. You can find about our community events. You can find a doctor if you need a doctor under the Cleverly tab, find a doctor, uh, because some people don't. They just feel like you know they're never sick, so why have a doctor? Well, it's nice to have a doctor before you're sick. So you can go and do that. Uh, you can find out about our new portal for patients called health link you can actually do work online uh, with your doctor so it's if you go to the my health link at the top of the web page you can learn more about that you can join us on facebook we have the highest uh, number of facebook followers of any hospital in the state of maine we're over just about twenty-two thousand. so you can like us on facebook then you'll have you know continual updates from central maine medical center uh, central maine heart and vascular institute continues to grow we've had Dr. Peter Higgins, who is known for people in Maine, he was at, uh, at Maine Medical Center in Portland, went out of state and came back now to the Central Maine Heart and Vascular Institute. He's an interventional cardiologist. Uh, also, uh, just to remind people, our, the 2016 Health Insurance Marketplace starts November 1st. That's the subsidized health care through the uh, Affordable Care Act. Uh, this is the third year. It's important for people to realize that uh, there are more than one option. There's the Maine Community Health Option, Harvard Pilgrim. If you pick either one of those two plans, you're covered at Central Maine Medical Center, all of our doctors uh, at Bridgeton Hospital, their doctors at Rumford Hospital. Of course, there's Anthem, and we've talked about many times in the past. If you pick the Anthem narrow network product, you're not covered at Central Maine Medical Center, Bridgeton, Rumford, all of our doctors, and you oftentimes will have to leave the area for health coverage. So it's important for people to understand what's out there. It's a good opportunity if you want subsidized health care. If you don't have health care today, and it's depending on your income, because it's major subsidies, maybe 75% of the cost. Uh, but you have to read and find out what you're doing. 
And we'll be talking more about that in the shows coming up in the future. So many things are happening at Central Maine Medical Center. Uh, the free lung screening, we talk about that every week. I think the importance for that is too many people in Maine uh, die of lung cancer. Uh, if you can, stop smoking. It's tough, I understand that, but boy, smoking doesn't help anybody for anything. But we do have free lung cancer screenings for those people who are 55 to 74 or current or former smoker. So if you call 795-8354, that's 795-8354, you can learn more information about CMMC's early lung cancer screening program. So that's all for this week, and I'll be back in two weeks. Well, Chuck, I look forward to it. Chuck Gill from Central Maine Medical Center. Also, thanks to June Turcotte. She's the Administrative and Injury Prevention Coordinator for the Central Maine Medical Center Trauma Program. That wraps, wraps up the CMMC Hour for Friday, September 11th. They'll be back in uh, two weeks, September 25th, 8 o'clock every other Friday here on the Z. We'll have more of The Breakfast Club coming up. I'm live till 10 a.m. And Greg Michaels in the midday from 10 to 2. This is The Z. The Breakfast Club. This is your sports flash for free. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.